You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey, hey, what's going on, y'all? Coach Donovan here with Bodies by Design Radio, here with my co-host. Trainer Fred. What's up, what's up? What's happening, Fred? How you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great and energized and uh, excited about this episode. Yeah, definitely. So this is a special episode because uh, a couple of weeks ago, we sent out um, an email to our fan base and asked about some things that were most important to them, the most pressing issues or questions that they had that they want to hear us talk about. And one of the things that kept coming up is this mental health. Um, and it makes a lot of sense for right now in this crazy time that we've gone through together. And so we wanted to put this episode together to give you a framework four powerful steps you can take to protect your mental health. So I know you're excited about this episode, Fred. Um, what has you most excited about it? Uh, because we've all been affected by it. And, and there's not one person that has a, you know, the right answer. There's just a combination of things that we have to do in order to kind of get ourselves back into a better mindset in order to be able to do the things that we love doing. So things have changed for all of us. I hate using the new term. Uh, it's the new, it's the new norm. I hate that yeah. because I feel like life is always evolving. Life is always changing. And if we don't change with it, it leaves us behind. So this was just kind of a, an opportunity to assess where we were, look at the changes that we needed to make and pivot and make sure that things continue to go smoothly and go great in your life instead of just sitting there and saying, man, I hope everything just goes back to normal or back to normal or whatever it is that normal was. So I think we've all been you know, very much affected by it, me personally and uh, everyone that's around us. And I'm excited about sharing the things that we have done in order to kind of overcome that, not only to rescue ourselves, but also rescue our business as well. Yeah, and there's, keep in mind, there's so much information and there's a lot of things that you can do to protect your mental health. And what we've done is we've distilled it down to four powerful things that you can start taking action on today. So number one is getting outdoors. I think with the lockdown, what's happened is a lot of people have become accustomed to just being indoor, even though they're, be, they're really uncomfortable being there all the time. Um, and so what's really important is to understand there's still ways that you can get outdoors and respect the whole social distancing um, that's in place right now. So getting out in nature, like that's where life is, getting out, taking a, a hike, um, going to you know, swim somewhere, there's a little swimming hole you know about, or just you know, taking a, a walk with a friend, even if y'all need to do the whole social distancing thing. I think a lot of people have associated social distancing with, I need to stay inside and I can't do anything. And I, that has a big effect on the mental health. So a great example of this is last week, Fred and I went on a hike in Georgetown and it was just an experience that we know we needed and at the end of that hike, the amount of uh, like focus and energy and clarity that we felt was amazing. And it was time for us to bond as friends. And, uh, you know, there's no better healer than being out in nature. And we ended up what we ended up jumping in the water out there. Uh, it was an amazing time. So uh, make sure you do what you can to get outdoors and don't let this 
pandemic mean that you have to sit in your house? Because you really don't have to do that. Yeah, and, and this is given an opportunity for, I know myself and a lot of people that we're close to, to find new locations to go. Because we sometimes get caught just going to the same place all the time. And uh, I'm really spoiled because my house is located right in front of a beautiful trail here in Austin. I mean, we step out of our front door and we're on the trail. So it doesn't really get us motivated to go find new locations because we have everything. We have a pond, we have birds, we have beautiful trees, we have a beautiful trail. So it's kind of like it's here, right? And it's like, we just constantly just do this. But then what I realized is like, you got to change scenery. And if you don't change scenery and don't do new things, there's not new things to talk about. And that's a big thing that I want you guys to understand is there has to be current events in your life in order for you to always have fresh conversations to have with friends and family and loved ones. If you're constantly just doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, then you don't have much to really talk about, meaning that there's no current events. So it's good to go out and explore. And if you live here in you know, beautiful Austin, you know that there's tons of trails, there's tons of um, water holes, there's tons of places that you can just go have fun and be outside. And again, keep your distance. I think the time that uh, me and Donovan spent out in Lake Georgetown hiking, we saw, I mean, we started early. We started at like 6.30, 7 a.m. because we wanted to catch the sun, sunrise. And uh, it was spectacular. But the lake, there was only like two or three boats on the lake. And we saw maybe one or two hikers and a couple of cyclists out there. And we had the whole trail to ourselves. I mean, it was a total of almost 10 miles. And it was just being out in nature. And I remember reading about Teddy Roosevelt. He, uh, when he lost his mom, he was very depressed and he was, he went to the doctor and he wanted a, he wanted a solution. And the doctor told him that his only medicine was to go in nature for one to two hours per week. And he said that that saved him mentally because he realized that in nature, you can tie in all forms of life. You can tie in death. You can tie in sickness. You can tie in, uh, new birth, you can tie in uh, life, there's all of it there. And when you're hiking, you see all of it, you see dead limbs, you see new flowers, you see dead flowers, you see big trees, you see little trees, everything just coexists together in nature. And it really is a masterpiece of showing what life really looks like, and that we don't have to be afraid of, you know, being down or being sick, or, you know, because we can re evolve just like nature does all the time. So it's just a beautiful reminder. And, you know, at the end of the the uh, our halfway through the hike, you know, Donovan mentioned, you know, we got spontaneous and we were like, man, that water, that water looks really good. And then we just, yeah. we just jumped in and it was just phenomenal. It was just refreshing. It was new. And it's something that, you know, I'm still excited about. And it was last week. So it's like, you just can't wait to find a new spot to go on. So go and explore, go find new things. Like, you know, if you don't know where to go, that's now your fault because there are so many books on hiking trails, the websites, uh, you can just put on Facebook, Hey, I'm looking for a new trail to hike and just watch how many people will respond back to you and tell you, Hey, go to here, go to here, go to here and just start knocking them down. And that's exactly what we've done. So being outdoors has been a part of my DNA ever since I was uh, five, six years old. My dad always taking me hiking. And to this day, 
I still go hike with my dad and he's almost 80 years old and he still out hikes me. So it's, it's a beautiful thing that I'm so grateful that was ingrained in me because what it does, it resets my mind and it reshifts my mood and it really allows me to be my best after I'm done with the hike because I was in touch with life and in nature and everything that, that just makes you feel good, it's there. So get out there because trust me, you'll feel incredible afterwards. Yeah. All right. And then number two is establishing a powerful routine. There's no doubt with, you know, the, the change in schedules and, and how uh, companies are working with their employees, how schools are working with kids, that your routine has been thrown off a little bit. It's like, it's just the nature of the beast. But now what happens is we, we become responsible for establishing a new powerful routine. So the way you do this is think about all the things that fill you up that you're not doing right now. Like, you know, a great workout fills you up right you know getting to sleep on time fills you up you know putting healthy food you know in your body fills you up there's a lot of things that in your routine that might have been thrown off that you can start to pull back into play so that you can start feeling powerful again you can start regaining control again um so make sure that you do what you can to establish a powerful routine i know in the beginning of this it, it hit me pretty hard right it was like going and train at the gym every day and all of a sudden we get locked down and I'm standing in my garage doing zoom sessions and taking care of clients that way um, and I don't have to drive anywhere and so you know there's days I decide to put shoes on or not put shoes on or I end up brushing my teeth later in the day like there's little things that we take for granted that just start kind of going by the wayside because the routine's been shaken up so let's pull back and establish a powerful routine that you know works for you yeah, and let's stop talking about new norm and old norm. Just look at your situation right now and see what it demands of you. If you are being asked to wake up a little bit earlier in order to create some more time for yourself, you've got to do it. If you have family members at home and you know they're not going to school and you have to prep meals and make sure that you have lunch ready, breakfast ready, dinner ready, make sure those things are done. Yeah, you didn't do that before the pandemic hit, but you got to do them now. So look at the reality of things. Don't try to avoid it. Don't live in the past. Just look at the situation that you're in right now and just say, what does the day demand from me? And the night before, plan it out. You know, anytime you plan, you will definitely succeed. But if you're just winging it throughout the whole day, you're going to be filled with nothing but anxiety and no one is going to get your best. And if you want to give your best to your family, you want to give your best to your husband, to your kids, to your mom, your dad, your neighbors, you cannot be winging it all day. So establishing a routine is so freaking important and it can change day by day. I know it did for me by having my daughter at home homeschooling. My son is no longer going to his little um, Montessori school. My wife is working from home two, uh, two weeks at a time. It's just been so crazy because this is not what we envisioned what our life was going to look like, but it is what it is right now. And this routine, we have made it work. And that's what we have to do as a community, a society, and our family to make sure that we stay sane by preparation and making sure you're looking at your day and you say, what does the day demand of me and what can I do to make sure that I can keep my anxiety very low and my performance very high? 
Number three, avoid filling your body with crap. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a huge one right here, y'all, because I heard one of my clients come in one day and he said, man, it sure is easy to, to walk to that pantry five or 10 times a day. And, you know, unconsciously, if you're at home all the time, you, you're probably finding yourself doing things that revolve around getting more food into your body. And a lot of the food that you're eating is actual crap, right? And so what happens is if you're not getting outdoors, if you don't have a routine anymore, and now you throw in filling your body with crap on top of that, you see, we start to build this snowball. It's like rolling downhill, gaining momentum. The snowball's getting bigger and bigger, and it becomes harder to stop. So what's really important is that you take action right now and take, take an assessment. Like, what is it that you're putting in your body every day that you know is not valuable for you? And it's not like it has to go away and you can never have it again, but look at how many things are you stacking on top of each other, right? Um, that just are full of sugar or, you know, they're, they're just crappy foods. Are they food at all? Um, the more nutrition you can get into your body right now at this time, uh, the more powerful everything else is going to be in your life. The more motivated you're going to be to, to, you know, get your routines in place and to get outdoors and have energy. Right now, if your body is toxic and full of crap, then what's going to happen is you're going to feel lethargic. You're not going to feel like doing anything. You're going to enjoy sitting on that couch and binging on Netflix, right? So uh, the challenge right now, don't fill your body with more crap. Instead, remove some of that by filling your body up with things that you know are valuable for your health. That is, I think, one of the most deceptive issues because we have so much food readily available to us and our pantries are all filled with goody foods and you know, our refrigerators are filled and got to remember something. You don't really need a crazy amount of food to survive. And Donovan and I were having this conversation not too long ago. You need food to fuel you for what you're doing throughout the day. If you're very lethargic and you're not moving throughout the whole day, you don't need a lot of food. And, but it's that habitual thing of us going back to the pantry. I mean, I find myself back at the, looking at the pantry, looking at the same thing I just looked at 10 minutes ago. And I asked myself, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You, you, you're good. You're full. You don't need anything else. But it's there and I got nothing to do. So, you know, you grab something. Um, this sneaky weight that a lot of people are gaining is going to be very difficult to take off. So you guys got to make sure that, again, you're prepping for the whole day, it goes back to the last point. How many meals are you gonna eat? What kind of foods are you gonna eat? What times are you gonna eat them? Are you, staying your, are you staying hydrated? Are you moving? And making sure, again, if you constantly are filling up your body with extra calories, but you're not burning those calories, you're going to gain unwanted weight. And that unwanted weight is gonna lead to a lot more mental issues because now you're not gonna feel good about yourself. Your body composition is gonna be different. You're not gonna feel sexy. A lot of things are going to happen to where it's going to mentally affect you again. And this is all about mental health. So physically taking care of yourself and making sure your body is healthy also will help that mind be fresh and hit on all cylinders when you need to during the week. And number four, refocus on meaningful relationships. Now, listen up, y'all. This is a powerful one because when we were sent into quarantine, 
what happened is we disconnected from people that um, we were, maybe we had great relationships with that we got to be around all the time because maybe we worked with them or uh, another situation kind of forced us into being around that person all the time. We really enjoyed them, but it wasn't like we had to try because it was just part of our routine. Well, now what's happened is you've been sent home, all right? And you maybe you're not connecting with those people anymore and they were meaningful to you. And so this refocus on meaningful relationships might mean setting up some Zoom sessions where you can have a conversation with a, a friend that, that you miss and that you know uh, you like connecting with. Or you know, picking up the phone and calling that coworker that you now, y'all both work from home, but y'all always had great conversations and lifted each other up. It's, it's all about just going back to uh, making the connection, right? You might have to use a different resource because you're not right in front of that person, but you can do that. You have to be resourceful or taking the time to refocus on the relationships right in front of you at home. Maybe, you know, the kids and the husband and the wife can get more of you because you do have this uh, fortunate situation where you can be there with them. You can spend more time with them. Um, so making the most out of the relationships and reconnecting with relationships that were meaningful to you is a way that you can start to really protect your mental health because then you remove this feeling of you're kind of alone in this situation or is anybody else feeling the way you feel? So um, in that, what I wanna also encourage you to do is make sure you protect your circle, right? This doesn't mean just reconnecting and, and reaching out to anybody. You know the people that are good for you and that you're good, you're good to them. Reconnect with those people so you can protect your mental health. This is a really big thing for me because I've had to really reevaluate who I want in my circle. And this goes from, you know, me trying to make relationships work that was very difficult. The other person was never reaching back. Uh, friends that I thought were better friends than, than they actually are. And I just said to myself, look, I need to really look around and figure out who makes me happy and who do I love talking to and who has the highest ROI as a friend, meaning who's going to be there for you? Who's going to listen to you? Who are you going to want to listen to? Who makes you feel good when you're around them? Who do you make feel good when you're around them? And you know, when it really came down to it, it's like, I have everyone that I really need around me to love me and for me to love them back. And narrowing that down and refocusing on calling those people and not just taking them for granted because I have been taking those people for granted and trying to make friendships with people that don't really want to reciprocate that. So why? That's a lot of energy. You, you don't want to spend that energy on that. Um, you know, Facebook gives you, Facebook and Instagram gives you a very misleading feeling of that you have a, you know, crap load of friends. And you put something on there. Oh, I love this picture. Oh, this. Congratulations. But you've never got a call from any of those people. So narrow down your circle to the people that you love being around and the people that love being around you, the people that have been there for you for years that you may have been taken for granted. Start texting them. Start calling them. Start facing FaceTiming them. Uh, invite them to go out places with you. 
and refocus on that. And that could just be your wife. It could be your husband. It could be your kids. It could be your mom. It could be your dad. It could be your cousin, brother, sister, whatever. People that are the closest to you that, again, you may be taken for granted. And, uh, you know, a lot of answer is, hey, you know, they know they, they, they know I, that I love them. They, they, they don't need to hear from. No, they want to hear from you. They want to hear that. So refocus on that. I know I've done that personally. And in the past couple of weeks, it's just been beautiful uh, as far as the feedback that I've gotten back just from the people I, that I love. And I feel most connected with my wife after 10 years. I feel more connected with her than I've ever uh, felt connected with my kids just because I'm spending more time with them. And, uh, you know, it's just sometimes it's just common sense and we complicate things too much. Just look around, reach out to the people you love and be consistent with it and just watch those relationships flourish. Yeah. So let me recap real quick. You have a four step framework you can use right here to protect your mental health. One, get outdoors. You can do it. Number two, establish and reestablish a powerful routine. Number three, don't fill your body with any more crap. And number four, refocus on your uh, meaningful relationships. And all of this, let's wrap it up with this. You have more control than you might believe. And that's your takeaway right there. You have more control than you might believe. Like, at first, you might have felt like something happened to you because you were being told what you need to do and how you need to operate in your life. But now that it's here, we have a responsibility to take ownership of it 100%. And that's where you gain your control back. And you can start with these powerful four steps. Absolutely. All right, guys. Just remember, your mental health is everything. Without it, you have absolutely nothing. You can have money. You can have physical uh, appearance, you can have all the material things without your mental health, you have absolutely nothing. It is so worth working on that. And I wanted to make one more point. If you need help, and if you don't know where to start, or you don't, um, you don't get what you need from reading a book or listening to a podcast, please, please do not. And this is for men and women. Do not be afraid to reach out to a professional and get help. It is the greatest sign of strength. Getting help is the greatest sign of strength any human could ever show. If you feel like you're lost, if you feel like you're you know, down in the dumps and you don't know how to get yourself out, please do not hesitate to get help. Because the suicide rate in this country is the highest amongst men. And it's because men don't want to reach out because they feel like that if they do, they're going to sound weak, look weak, and they don't want to do that. But I think it's exactly the opposite. I think if you reach out and if you need help and if you get the help that you need, you will be able to refocus on your life. You'll be able to hash through some of the things that you cannot untangle yourself invest in your mental health and watch everything else in your life grow. Powerful. So we appreciate you all listening to this episode. Use that four-step framework. You can put it into action right now. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Remember, if this was valuable to you, which I know it is, please make sure you share this along. Um, you know, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, and we look forward to uh, bringing you some more great content on the next episode. Peace, y'all. Thanks, guys.
For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.